Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, excuse me. Now, so when, when did that happen? Is that edited or anything? No, that happened, I can't remember, six months ago. I'm old, so I can't remember these. But it might have been ten years. <laughs> but that's real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. He was saying it can be summarized in one word. Uh, when I was part of the Clinton, that we used used the word liberty or whatever it was. He was trying to set up that one word a little extra. But. So we got this text, and then I'm going to get to the big meeting that uh, Biden's having with McCarthy this afternoon. Somebody texted someday. Somebody's going to ask Biden exactly what word he was looking for, like in the whole bus been wet clip that we play, or bus been wet, or or variety of other <laughs> things. Just say. Excuse me, what? I couldn't understand what you just said. What was that? I was going to put him in uh, foot. I don't know if that'll happen, but I was wondering about this strategy. Are the Republicans better off, because uh, there's a saying in politics or something like that, like if, you're, if your uh, opponent is digging a hole, get out of their way or something like that. You know what that is? There's a saying about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, when your opponent is... It's, hanging themselves. It's just, I, it's just, I can't just, remember. Just like don't don't try to get involved in any way. Just let the they're doing their they're doing your work for you. And so I don't know if the Republicans should go that way, or at what point does the Republican Party, given the polling that came out over the weekend where we now have a majority of Americans, not majority, two thirds of Americans, 
dang near 70% of independents that think Joe Biden is not mentally capable of doing the job. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. unbelievable that we have that situation going. At what point should the Republicans point that out? So, for instance, if Mitch McConnell and, and or Kevin McCarthy come out of that big debt ceiling meeting this afternoon, and they say, look, uh, frankly, um, we were dealing with some very complicated issues over a couple of hours. We're not sure the president heard us. I mean, several times I caught him uh, just staring, and I'm not sure he understood what we were talking about. So um, maybe tomorrow we can get together again and try it, but I'm not sure the president had a good day. I mean, do you think that would be? Is that, is no. That, no, you don't think so? No. What it's, if it, well, it's, first of all, what if it actually happens? Because there's a decent chance it happens, isn't there? Depending on whether he got his big fat shot in the hiney of Adderall or whatever he takes, yeah, I don't know. There is a drug I can never remember the name of it for for uh, dementia. They gave him a big fat are, shot in the ass, and that's right, Doctor Trump. There. Uh, so, Jack, here's my question: What's the goal of Republicans? What are they trying to accomplish? Do they want Biden to run? Do they want to diminish him so he can't run? I don't know. Uh, it, because if they want to, if they want him to run, they wouldn't make that point. And if they want to him to be diminished and not run, well, you don't want to turn that reality into a Republican talking point. It goes back to that saying: neither one of us can remember, but it's true. You don't get involved because then it becomes about you. It's like you know, if if a, a good regime is overthrowing a bad regime, don't like have a bunch of people with the red, white and blue on their shoulders show up. Otherwise, the other side can rightfully claim this is an American plot or what have you. Uh, we got this text yesterday. Regardless of your politics or whether you even care about politics, there's been enough footage of Biden lately with oddly dark pupils and looking like the elderly people you see in assisted living. You can't unsee that, getting to why the poll numbers are where they are. I have noticed that, where his pupils are really big, and he's kind of wide-eyed. I didn't realize that's a thing with uh, that goes with the, how your brain's working. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm sure we have folks listening who could uh, enlighten us via text or email. So you don't play, you, you think don't play that card, don't play the, because remember when, uh, what was that uh, Hispanic dude who's a twin down from Texas who tried that in one of the debates? Did you forget already? He forgot already. And no, nobody liked the way that landed. That, did, that oh, didn't yeah. work. Yeah, that was very dishy. Trying yeah. to call out Biden for being old and forgetful, but we're many, that's three years ago now? Yeah, if, if McCarthy comes out and says what you said, I mean, that would be a hell of a thing. But the White House would immediately deny it, call it a Republican talking point. It's outrageous. Uh, the president, his aides, struggle to keep up with him. He's so vigorous, blah, Ableist. blah, blah. And it would, be, it would become about Kevin McCarthy's claim. Watch, just watch me. Just let people watch him. Yeah, because I heard somebody describe the meaning that they're likely to have as probably going to be many hours long with lots of people there, lots of charts, lots of numbers, lots of lawyers, this is legal, this isn't. That's tough stuff if you're that age. Maybe he'll get his shot, though, like you said, his I-can-pay-attention shot. Watch me. Is there a downside to that shot? Is there a reason he doesn't get whatever pill or shot he's taken that he took before the State of the Union and the debates? Yeah, there's hardly a drug on earth that you can take unlimited amounts of. Love, Jack. Love is that drug.
What? It's simple. They love each other. What was that weird turn there at the end? That weird Hallmark turn there at the end? That's a that? Roxy Music song. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, uh, or uh, uh, so no, I don't. I don't think they can give it to him in unlimited amounts. I think it would probably crack up. But as for your, uh, just tuning in, I posited during hour one that this is the week that. Um, it became clear that Biden will not run for president again. You have the editorial boards of the Washington Post, the New York Times, saying that, A, he's hiding from the press, and B, um, what, what was the New York Times piece? Oh, that he uh, he portrays himself as a Trump beater, but recent polls show that's not true anymore. And then you got the ABC News Washington Post poll that three-quarters of independents and two-thirds of Americans think he's not cognitively up to the job. It's over. They just have to figure out what the hell to do about the, the Kamala conundrum. I, be- I, I agree with you the idea that it, it's over or should be over. I don't understand the process by, what, by which he wouldn't run, though. That I don't, I don't see how that plays out. He voluntarily says, I'm not going to run. He'd have to. Unless they're going to do yes. the whole 25th Amendment thing. Yeah, well, see, that's the difficulty of it. And and you've used the example, and it's a good one. When everybody knows Grandpa shouldn't drive anymore, how does that discussion go? Now, is Grandpa aware of his, his decline and, and understands it's not safe? And he says, yeah, it's going to be inconvenient, but yeah, I get it. Or is he going to resist? I guarantee at the highest levels of the Democratic Party, they are frantically discussing this very question, probably as we speak. I'll bet this is true. I was thinking, who's the person that can come to him? It would either be his wife or one other person that could come to him and say, Dad, I think it's time to step down. The nation is relying on Hunter Biden. Mm. His beloved son, who was with him in Ireland and is at his side all the time now to help him with questions he doesn't understand or show him which direction to leave the stage. Hunter Biden, the stripper doing crack addict, is going to mm. be the one that saves America from a uh, a president that can't do his job. Wow. What an interesting well, situation. I think his crackhead stripper gun naked video days are behind him and didn't we all experiment a little bit in college or as 50 year olds uh, (laughs) while we were on the take from the chinese communists and and the former (laughs) ukrainian regime haven't we all dabbled in that sort of thing so what a weird twist of events hunter biden is going to be the one on i'll bet it would be him that would go to him and convince his dad that so, so a whole bunch of Democrats are figuring out a way to get money into Hunter Biden's account to get him to convince Joe Biden not to run again. <laughs> Doesn't he have enough? Just paint a couple more paintings. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's happening. So maybe it'll be like an intervention. It'll be Jill, Hunter. Dr. Jill. Please. Uh, Chuck Schumer. Um, I don't know. Not Kamala, obviously. Corn Pop. Obama! Corn, Corn pop, pop will be there. Right, right. Uh, oh, that reminds me of uh, a note we got from uh, Ed. The guy from the uh, train that said, Joey, baby, that guy. That guy will be Angelo, there. Angelo, the Amtrak. Mr. President, he's been dead for 25 years. Ed, the physician's assistant, has sent along uh, information. There was another Biden plagiarism that nobody covered while he was in Ireland. He uh, started off his speech at his ancestral hometown with... You know, I've often said, we Irish are the only people nostalgic about our future. Uh-uh. 
But that's uh, from a poet, uh, Brendan Bayhan, an Irish poet and, and playwright. I don't but blame. it's not even worth uh, reporting anymore. No, I don't blame him anymore. His brain doesn't work, and we all we've all agreed on that, or two thirds of right. us have. So the the whole idea yeah. that he's doesn't remember where he heard various sayings—that's the least of our problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So there was. A, it's all about to change, and the key is if the polls show he can't beat Trump, the Democratic Party will run from him like he's on fire. Yeah, well, that's pretty close to true already. Again, though. What's the mechanism for him not running? I, I don't quite understand. Um, so there was a piece in the Wall Street Journal over the weekend that I wanted to mention that's gotten a fair amount of attention that I thought was really good about the Gilded Age, the train barons and that sort of stuff, and how we're doing it again, demonizing mm. the success of the wealthy, even though it is lifting all boats, if you'll pardon me. Really, really, really mixed metaphor. Um, uh, it's, it's worth looking at. It's worth looking at. Uh, the the whole robber baron myth that I've just recently become aware of is, is fascinating. How much people's lives improved during this period that supposedly we were being ripped off and made miserable by by the super rich? Income inequality. Exactly. Uh, then as now. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My cat was sitting at the corner while he was urinating, and we're pretty sure that it splashed onto the cat. The main thing that upsets me is that he urinated on my daughter's toys. It's just, it's a little girl, you know, and she played with it in his pee for two days. What? 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 The, oh, what? What was that? Michael, that's the worst audio you've ever brought us. What How the, dare you, sir? What kind of show this is, is this? I want my name off. This of is it. a legit story. <laughs> it's about customer service and a warning for all. What happened? A local pest control worker has been charged after police say he was caught on camera urinating inside a uh, family's uh, living room. 
Well, this I is would, in that, Pennsylvania. That is poor customer service. By, by really any measure. 67-year-old Roger Young allegedly admitted to the incident. He's how old? 67. The guy that comes to clean my carpets is dang near 70 years old in this situation? Well, pest, pest, pest control, control guy. A pest control. Yeah. yeah, if he was a carpet cleaner, he'd be really bad at his job. <laughs> or it's, uh, a, it's a scam. Look, you got a stain right here. Yeah, I just saw you. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's bad service. Yes, I agree. I don't usually complain, but I would go ahead and log on to their website and find mm. where you uh, leave the reviews. And I would give them one star and one say, star. if I That's could right. leave zero stars, I would. <laughs> just so you know, when he was confronted, uh, he said the reason he did it was he just had a bad day. <laughs> well, we've all had a bad day and decided to just urinate where we're standing at work. <laughs> Who among us is not? <laughs> you know, that reminds me of the story I came across where... Uh, this guy is staying at the Hilton Nashville downtown, and he, he wakes to find the night manager sucking on his toes. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. The perv in question has been arrested and charged with aggravated burglary and assault. You call it assault. I call it excellent service. Uh, he used a key card and went into the room. The guy said he, he was asleep. And then he woke up and he jumped up screaming. He recognized the perpetrator as one of the hotel employees who had entered his room the previous day to help fix his TV. I could see he was wearing a uniform. He had his name tag on. He was talking to me, but not giving me real answers. So the lesson here is if you're going to sneak into somebody's room and suck their toes, don't wear your name tag. Exactly. Slip out of your uniform. Oh, my God. How would you react? You'd feel something sort of weird, and then you, you're, you know, you're mind would come to and then you'd see a guy i'm dreaming is this real yeah holy crap i would shriek at the top of my lungs as this guy did and he said he's been traumatized by the bizarre episode quote i'm having this is not funny this is not funny then why are you laughing i'm i'm not laughing you seem to be laughing which (laughs) is contrary to what you're saying about it not being funny (laughs) it's so terrible Oh, Lord. You having a good time, Joe? Um, He said, quote, I'm having problems sleeping, frankly. I'm going through some PTSD, talking to a therapist. I still don't really feel safe in my own home. I could understand that. I don't know about my own home, but it would be weird in a hotel ever again. Oh, God. I mean, so once you once you settle down and everything like that, he wasn't going to do anything horrible to me or anything like that. And this is, you know. Not my cup of tea, but I wasn't harmed in any way. But that initial, holy crap, somebody's in my room. Oh, well, geez. and then think about how long it would take your sleepy brain to realize, okay, somebody's come into my room illegally, and what they've chosen to do is suck on my toes? I mean, you, it would take you forever to comprehend that. Amidst the terror... What a sicko. I always do the little latchy thing in hotel rooms. Always. I don't. Oh, I do. Because I don't. The minute I get in the room. I never think about uh, the hotel employee coming in. <laughs> For my toes or whatnot. Yikes. Well, maybe That's I'll start. Behavior. Because you're you worried about what? this very thing. <laughs> this very thing has been on your mind all these years. Is that why you put the little latch on? No, just the, uh, the ability to get a key card. Mm. 
um, or or what have you, or if the door doesn't latch completely. Nah, you gotta. I'm amongst randos in a hotel. You gotta be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> randos everywhere. Randos working there. Randos staying there. Mm. Best to be cautious. You. So I want to get to this thing about the Gilded Age, but I think I need more time for it, and it's uh, it's really worth hearing. So we'll do that a little bit later. While we're on uh, various uh, weird things, I just came across this woman in Utah. This happened years ago. Her husband died, or it happened quite a while ago. Her husband died, but now she's been charged with, she slipped fentanyl to him somehow to kill him and oh. got away with it for quite a while. Huh. Um. So it looked like just an OD, like he'd been getting high or something like that? Or, or was this back before fentanyl was was known? Because I got a couple of doctor buddies I play golf with occasionally, and the one said to the other, can you imagine 10 years ago if somebody told you people would be using fentanyl as a recreational drug? Oh, really? Because it's a powerful, like, surgical anesthesia. That's what it's used for? Uh, something like that, yeah. Don't uh, Don't quote me on that. I haven't conducted a surgery in months. Wow. So it's like when we were joking about Michael Jackson when he killed himself with the elephant tranquilizers. Now people are taking it on purpose daily. Propofol, yeah. That sort of thing. I, I call it the milk, my milk. Uh, everything, everybody benefited from the so-called Gilded Age is uh, what the Wall Street Journal is explaining. And it's really kind of interesting and relates a lot to today. So we'll get to that this coming out. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Do you like to read? I do. If you're a reader and you're interested in the law, our uh, friend Tim Sandifer said this is going to be the decade's most important book on constitutional law. And it comes out this week. It's called Unenumerated. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I read this wrong. Uh uh, Baby Ninth Amendments is the name of the book. 
How do wow. Amer- how do Americans like their rights unenumerated? But anyway, if you're into the law, Sanford says that's going to be the best book of the um, the decade on the law. And one of the reasons that I even bring that up is I've been having this struggle lately as a guy who reads a lot of history, and have, I'm starting to come to this conclusion that there really is no such thing as history. It's unknowable. There are various people's spins on it, and uh, that's all you get. It's impossible to know what actually happened, and the best you can hope for is which spin you chose to read. Because it changes over time sometimes also. Huh. And it's just, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to like actually figure out what happened 20 years ago, let alone 200 years ago. Forget a thousand years ago. You have so few accounts of everything. So I just, I, I wonder what the point is sometime. Anyway, to that, I've been hearing about the Gilded Age my whole life and the robber barons and the end of the, uh, the 1800s and, uh, how the rich got richer and the poor got poor and everything like that. Well, that has been pushed back on a lot in recent years uh, and is being, again, in the Wall Street Journal. And I thought this was really interesting. And the, the reason they're writing about it is they're compared that so-called Gilded Age to today when you've got all these tech giants getting so rich and powerful and everything. I'll read a little of this. I thought it was really uh, interesting. The Gilded Age, myth then and now. Everything old is new again, and blaming the rich for America's woes is no exception. The rise of progressivism before the turn of the 20th century was fueled by the perception that robber barons of industry and finance had earned their fortunes from their monopoly power that allowed them to exploit the poor and the middle class. That hair has been damned with a pejorative label, the Gilded Age. That thinking has reemerged today in the Democratic Party, though this time it has its sights set on our economy's tech giants. In both cases, the underlying economic claims are at variance with the facts. The wealth created by industrialization, modern finance, and communication has reduced poverty, elevated material well-being, and promoted general prosperity. Economic growth isn't a zero-sum game. Of course not. Good Lord. It's the opposite, yeah. Um, and they quote uh, a couple of different uh, historians and thinkers of then and now about the so-called Gilded Age when the uh, you know the railroad magnates and everybody uh, were getting so wealthy. I saw a photo feature on the giant mansions that were built in New York City in particular during that era. Um, just absolutely amazing. They've all been torn down, but like one mm-hmm. at this point. But. Yeah, a lot of wealthy folk. Oh, yeah, we'll get to the psychology of that in a second, because I think that's interesting. But um, uh, somebody wrote at the time, and this is a quote that's in Washington's National Portrait Gallery still to this day. As the U.S. advances in material and technical progress, this uh, historian observed, the rich get richer, the poor grow helpless, the middle class is swept away. Even a century later, a French economist with a book talking about the setback during the Gilded Age um, the current uh, history book that's in a lot of your, your schools for your kids, Howard Zinn, wrote it writing about ordinary people who lived through the Gilded Age experienced tremendous hardships and losses while they got poor, the rich were getting richer. Remarkably, these statements were written about a period that by every available economic measure was the beginning of a golden age of material well-being, especially for American workers. Between 1870 and 1900, America's inflation-adjusted gross national product expanded by an unprecedented 233%, though the population nearly doubled. Real per capita GNP surged by 90%. Real wages of non-farm employees grew by 53% during that period. Life staples such as food, clothing, shelter became more plentiful and much cheaper. Food prices plummeted by 63% 
during that wow. period. While the cost think of, about that as you fill up your grocery cart today. Well, well, think about that based on those quotes I just told you about how the rich got right. richer and the poor and the middle class. It got so much harder and desperate and poverty and blah, blah, blah. I have more on schools to come up next segment, but if your school is uh, making your kids read Howard's and yank them out of that school, better that they should go work in one of those meatpacking factories 60 Minutes was reporting on than have their minds perverted by your local government indoctrination center. So during this awful period for the regular folk during the Gilded Age, food prices plummeted by 63%. The cost cost of clothes, fuel, home furnishings fell by 70, 65%, and 70% respectively. The illiteracy rate fell by 46%. Life expectancy rose by 12.5%. Infant mortality declined by 17%. You can go through number after number after number about all aspects, aspects of life. And the same thing is more or less happened in the last however many decades. And um, I just think we'd all benefit from uh, from realizing that. And, and so the psychology of it is, and, and I understand how this can happen. I mean, I can do this too. It's that thing where, uh, like, you can be perfectly happy with your home, but if somebody builds a much nicer home in your neighborhood, all of a sudden you feel like you're being cheated somehow. Yeah. Yeah, and they've done polls where and uh, research where you're earning, say, $100,000 a year. You're perfectly happy with that unless your neighbor's earning one hundred and twenty. Then all of a sudden you're not. It's it's the, the politics and the economics of envy. So and the, we all feel it oh, yeah, to a, some extent. you got to resist it, though. There's always somebody going to be richer. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's human nature, so that's why it's happening. It is just human nature. It just seems to be the way we're built. But so if you see, like, the homes you were talking about, the gazillion-dollar homes are being built in New York by the people that are, like, at the, you know, the top end of profiting from the so-called Gilded Age, um, you're, you're resentful or miserable or whatever, unless you can keep yourself in check. But the numbers don't lie in the fact that it was a, a rising sea that raised all boats. And life got better just generally across the country. Standard of living, costs of all the things you need going down, blah, blah, blah. It's just a fact. It's an incredibly inconvenient set of facts for Marxists and their ilk. I mean, it, it, it is proof positive that they're full of crap. Yeah, I've got an example that I uh, that I probably shouldn't use, but I have to fight sometimes uh, the, the the notion that that person doing so well has nothing to do with me, whether they exist, don't exist, or whatever, should have no role in my view of my life. Yeah, and, you know, we've all got to resist that. I'm I'm glad that there seems to be some sort of a resurgence of a pushback on that. It took a hundred and thirty years. To get a pushback on the, uh, the the idea of the robber barons in the Gilded Age, but it's happening, I guess. Hey, speaking of money, a word from our friends at Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Every day in America, we lose the lives of 22 warriors, and it's from emotional challenges, mostly the hopelessness and visible scars, feeling like they walk this world alone, and we ought to pitch in to stop this epidemic now. So for just $22 a month, you can help Warrior Foundation Freedom Station change the lives of our nation's ill and injured warriors. Early intervention is the key, and that can happen with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Your donation will create an environment for success by providing warriors with access to transitional housing before they receive their medical discharge. And that includes wellness programs, career services, critical resources they need for a bright future. Countless success stories that we've talked about over the years. Visit warriorfoundation.org. 
You can give them a call if you want to, 619-578-2615. Donate $22 a month, 87.4% of every dollar going to show our warriors that we will leave no man or woman behind. They really use their money well there. Yeah, read about Freedom Station while you're on the website. It's amazing. WarriorFoundation.org. That's WarriorFoundation.org. So we're going to talk schools? Yeah, yeah, indeed. The uh, crumbling public schools of America, government indoctrination factories. My kids went to public schools. I uh, went to public schools. I think public schools used to be a pretty damned fine institution. Imperfect, like all human endeavors, but pretty damned good in America in a lot of places. Uh, I don't think that anymore. I think good schools are the exception. I think there are some schools that do a decent job of teaching the basics, but they are filling your kids' heads with perverse notions. So you can't call that a good school, among other things. But I have specific evidence, sir. Plenty of stuff to talk about. You can text us anytime. Join the conversation, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So certainly don't need the education we're getting. America's public schools suffering self-inflicted wounds. I'm sorry, there's something about this music that makes me want to speak in extra dramatic tones. Hmm. Anyway, you can fade it, Michael. Hey. I what? Teachers. <laughs> hey, teachers. Leave them kids alone. Anyway, uh, I liked how when the uh, the kids sing the second verse, they say, leave those kids alone. 
Because I think the members of Pink Floyd didn't want to teach poor grammar to those little kids, and I appreciate that. Mm. Unlike America's public schools. So I came across a study of current teen mental health, and it's harrowing. I'm not going to get into it. It's depressing, and I don't want to be the most depressing radio show in America, but it's serious. Um, Kind of a a related story. I've got a number of quick uh, stories to touch on about schools in America. Uh, Student behavioral programs that spiked with the return of in-person learning after the coronavirus pandemic are getting even worse, according to educators. Uh, The Hill reporting that 70% of teachers, principals, and district leaders said in a recent EdWeek Research Center survey that students are misbehaving more now than they were uh, pre-epidemic, up from 66% in 2021. So 70% of teachers say, uh, yeah, the kids are behaving worse. And one-third in the new polls say students are misbehaving a lot more. I've heard that from teachers. And why is that? Now, the one one teacher that I talked to was teaching second grade or something yeah i think it was second grade and 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 the the theory was these kids didn't go to kindergarten or first grade and a lot of kindergarten is just learning to sit in your seat and pay attention and here are the rules and they didn't get any of that right that's absolutely legitimate there's also the wholesale uh move in the direction of this restorative justice discipline system where there are no repercussions for bad behavior you just get together and talk it out uh, here's one principal of a junior high school in Indiana said we had to all come together with a game plan to tackle student misbehavior. Uh, I've never seen so many fights, so much aggressiveness, etc. Um, teacher burnout, teacher stress at an all time high, more and more leaving the, pro- uh, the profession. It's really something, uh, what's going on. I think we're about to see a real crisis. Speaking of which the four day school week is gaining popularity. This story is from Texas, Jack. Why the four-day school week? Because they don't have enough teachers to hang on and do five days worth because they're getting so burned out. Number of four-day schools has increased by 600% over the past two decades. Um, uh, They're reporting higher test scores, fewer discipline problems, strong support for uh, teachers and staff. But amid the success stories, the idea is facing headwinds as emerging, emerging research points to academic declines and other problems. In other words, yeah, everybody likes having a four-day week, but kids are not learning as much, really. So that'll be an interesting trend to watch. But a lot of it's fueled by uh, desperation to fill open positions amid a statewide teacher shortage. The school in rural Texas said we only got the people for four days a week. Wow, that's horrible. A couple more stories I on mean, education. Imagine, and, not, and not just the, all the learning. I mean, what the, what it would do to sports and all your extracurriculars would be really weird losing well a fifth of the time that you get to do them well and difficulties with families having child care oh, that yeah, sort of thing obviously 20 percent of the days of the week yeah an illinois high school is reversed course after it appeared to restrict access to certain ap calculus courses to black and latinx students only they really ought to put quotes around latinx nobody uses that term Hispanic people, Latinos, whatever. Nobody wants that term except NPR and like a handful of Eastern so-called elite universities. It's ridiculous. Screenshot of the course descriptions for multiple versions of the AP Calculus class said, uh, this course is restricted to students who identify as black, all genders. The other note in the course was only for students who identify as Latinx, all genders. Well, somebody called the school district out on it, and they backtracked and said, no, 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 we weren't. No, we didn't, even though the screenshots exist. 
And they said, well, of, co- of course, uh, we don't restrict classes uh, by race. There's nothing to see here. Please keep moving. And finally, and this is good. This is good. Uh, but it's a lot like finding out that a child who'd been abused over a long term was finally free from their abuser. New York is forcing schools to stop trying to teach the whole language approach to learning, and they're forcing them to re-adopt phonics because the, the, the trendy way that caught fire in schools, um, I guess it was, gosh, for, it's been years. Um, it became a trend like, you know, you know high-waisted jeans or something like that in education to go away from phonics to this weird cult-like alternate way of teaching learning. And there's something about educators. They are so prone to fads. I think because they want to be innovative. Teaching people how to read is an ancient thing. And what what works was figured out a hell of a long time ago. And people are desperate to be innovative, so they latch onto these fads. Well, New York has had a disastrous, disastrous experience with half of children in grades 3 to 8 now fail reading tests. Oh, it's Failed horrible. them completely. Yeah. Wow. Utterly unforgivable. Uh, this is from the New York Times. Hundreds of public schools have been teaching reading the wrong way for the last two decades, leaving an untold number of children struggling to acquire a crucial life skill, according to New York City's school's chancellor. Now the chancellor wants to sound the alarm and is planning to force the nation's largest school system to take a new approach. Uh, announced that uh, major changes in reading instruction. About half of the city children in grades 3 through 8 are not proficient in reading. Black, Latino, and low-income children fare even worse. The city's approach has been fundamentally flawed and had failed to follow the science of how students learn to read. It's not your fault. It's not your child's fault. It was our fault, said David C. Banks, the chancellor. This is the beginning of a massive turnaround. I don't know anything about David C. Banks, chancellor, but when was the last time you heard a powerful public figure say it was our fault? We're going to do a massive turnaround of what we've been doing. That's refreshing. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Over the next two years, the city's 32 local school districts will adopt one of three curriculums selected by their superintendents. Their curricul- curriculums, it's curricula, isn't it? Use evidence, uh, 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 please, please. When you don't use Latin properly, you insult Latinos. Anyway, <laughs> the curriculums use the evidence-supported practices, including phonics, which teaches children how to decode letter sounds and avoid strategies many reading experts say are flawed, like teaching children to use picture clues to guess words. For 20 years, in spite of all of the evidence, the faddists in public education kept pushing this crap. I've been yelling about it for years, as long-time listeners know. And finally, everybody's realized, oh, yeah, this doesn't work. It's unfreaking believable Yeah. It's bothersome. The, all these numbers about uh, percentages of kids that can do math or read or whatever that are so low, it's, 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 it's wild that we're not more bothered by that, that we don't hold people to account more on that. Well, and it's it's true some on the right, I admit that, but it's true in spades on the left that adherence to the orthodoxy, the the lefty party line is is so important. It causes you to ignore all evidence to the contrary. They just don't care. They don't want to hear it. You know, we could do another hour feature on how San Francisco is crumbling. New news comes out every day. I guess new news is redundant, isn't it? News comes out every day. Um, 
But you just can't recognize reality when you're clinging to your progressive doctrine and, and you're seeing the crumbling. San Francisco's crumbling. There are different kinds of news. There's new news. There's old news. There's fake news. I don't think you need to say new news. It's in the name. All right. Uh, Christopher Hitchens used to talk about one of his all old bosses who would call a single story a new. <laughs> news is the accumulation of those stories. Oh, okay. One story is a new. In the new? I need you to cover this new, Jim. Nobody Pardon else me. says that. <laughs> um, we do four hours every day. If you miss an hour, you can listen to it as a podcast. Look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Four hours too much. I was forced to sign a contract against my will. <laughs> we Help me. Fourth hour Help is coming me. up. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come 